The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. This is my final episode presenting the podcast. So as a little farewell, I've picked out some of the interviews where I've just had the most fun. And Alexi Papas is a runner who represented Greece at the Olympics, but she grew up in the United States. She wrote a book of memoirs, which I absolutely loved, and please go and read it. And we spoke about chasing perfection, which is something that I particularly struggle with. And she gave me some really good advice, which I find myself repeating all the time. So here it is. Olympic Channel Podcast. Like a redirection of chasing perfectionism would be chasing trying our best, I think. And that is like really all that I hope for out of myself. But that even can get really nuanced or complicated because then you're asking yourself like an integrity question of like, was that really me trying my best or was it not? And so I think like there's always going to be... um I mean, I don't know where we're going with this, but it, it's it's funny to think about how even if you can like surrender chasing perfectionism, you're always going to have some sort of desire to like hit some standard for yourself, I think. And I've tried to make it more trying my best over time. Um, but even that, like I said, can be a little bit complicated um, until you get to the point, I think, where you trust that you're someone who is trying their best. And if you, I don't know, right? Like eventually you're like, no, I'm like pretty much, that's like my default setting is I am trying my best, which maybe, I don't know if everyone feels that way. I don't, I don't know. Is that, how do you feel about yourself? Yeah, I think that's, <laughs> how do you feel about yourself? Ed? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it complicate, it's complicated, but no, I, I think that's true. I think that the, the, it's almost noble in a way to be striving towards a goal, be, to be striving to set yourself something that scares you and be aiming for it. But then then you almost got to forget that and not being put off by the challenges on the way or kind of embracing the challenges on the way uh, without kind of getting too scared or just not starting, you know? Well, what you're getting at is that like need, the need to commit to a goal for a period of time, which like, which I do talk about in the book, but I think that's like the most, the greatest and most important gift you give yourself if you're chasing any dream is to give yourself a, a reasonable, but not forever period of time. And during that time, you're not checking in on the goal itself. And I think the, the problems that I've seen with teammates who are chasing their dreams is when they pause in the middle of I guess what I think about it as is like a crockpot soup or an incubator where you think about these eggs are going to hatch or that soup is being made. And those those teammates of mine or friends who pause at every obstacle and question the goal itself. And I think what you're saying is, okay, like great to have goals and, you know, chase big things. That's like a very noble and good thing. But when you're in the process... It's, first of all, not just about enjoying the process because we really need to get it done, but it's understanding that we don't question the goal itself when we're in that, like, soup cooking 
time, which is going to be like bubbly and, and like, you know, sometimes rough waters. Chris Bosch is an Olympic champion basketball player, a legend in shorts. And at the end of 2020, I spoke to him on a Friday night and I spent an hour with him on a video call. And he's just so wise. I felt much cleverer as a person after speaking to him. Anyway, I had a really rough 2020, like a lot of people. And it kind of annoyed me when people were telling me to be grateful for it. It didn't ring true. Through time, though, now I can see that I am a better person for those hard times. And part of that healing process was speaking to Chris. Yes, we had a very serious conversation, but we also played a ridiculous game called True or Bosch afterwards. And I've included that in this clip, too. Olympic Channel Podcast. You got to remind yourself every day, don't, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Don't be the guy that's like, oh, 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 like, yeah, okay, I get it. I want to be like that too, but say, you know what? Let's find something good to think about 2024, man, because everybody can complain about 2020. You know, who's going to be the people to separate themselves and say, hey, 2020 was good because, and this is what we're going to do to get better. You know, I'm a firm believer in that. Challenge time. I've got uh, uh, three questions. I've called it true or bosh. Okay. And I have three <laughs> three uh, potentially false things. Uh, and I want to know whether it's true or, or bosh, i.e. false. Bosch is a Dutch painter from the 1400s. Dutch painter from the 1400s? Man, I... It's a tough one. It, it is a tough one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it's true. Bring it in. It is true. Hieronymus Bosch. I actually, I actually saw his story. I wanted to recommend it. It's, it's, it's really kind of, it's weird. It's really. You know that name comes from that area. That's the only way I could even guess right. Bish bash Bosch is British slang for completing a job with extreme efficiency. That's true. It is true. Bish bash bosh, that is, can, can you do it in a British accent? Bish bash bosh. <laughs> Bish bash bosh before tea. Bosh is the most viewed vegan recipe channel on YouTube, true or false? That's, oh man, that's false. I'm sorry, Chris, but it's true. It's actually a very relaxing watch. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke to Birgit Skarstein of Norway on a dark December evening in 2021 and the warmth she alluded melted my heart. She was training alone due to COVID restrictions ahead of Beijing 2022 and just couldn't wait to tell me literally her life story. And We spoke for like 90 minutes. She's a Paralympic champion rower who stays fit in the off-season by being an international cross-country skier, obviously. She uses her wheelchair in her day-to-day life and didn't expect her entry to Norway's version of Dancing with the Stars to be controversial, but it was. Olympic Olympic Channel Channel Podcast. The Olympic Games was postponed a year and suddenly we were lots and lots of time home and we figured, you know, it would be nice to do something a little bit different and 
and maybe learn some things, you know, in, in this period of time. <clears throat> and I was, excuse me, I was in full-time rowing training and we figured, you know, but you can still do this dancing on the side, you know, part-time. And already at the press conference where they um, released my name as one of the competitors, it was so much fuzz, you know, by people saying, what? How can a person in a wheelchair dance? That's not even possible. People in wheelchair can't even dance. Guys, they don't even have, you know, knees to bend. How the heck is this going to work? You know, and I just figured I was going to keep quiet. <laughs> I was going to show them. Uh, and it was a huge debate on whether I should be part of the show or not and, and whether I could dance or whether it was nice to dance. And, you know, remember this was before we even had done a single dance, you know, they were debating whether I at all, you know, could do it or be there. And, uh, after that first dance, uh, which was a waltz, uh, and it was a really beautiful waltz that, you know, and it was a, a really, clear lines and uh, very beautifully done. And we worked so hard to make sure that it was going to be with integrity and respect, you know, and that people was going to see, well, this is definitely dance. Um, and it ended up with my partner, you know, lifting me up and me uh, kind of jumping into him and he holding me over his head flying uh, in a golden dress and uh ending on his knee and we were kind of just bending into each other and we were floating into a hole showing that you know we are just two elements two parts of this one organism performing um moves uh, as 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 one you know and uh i think quite a few people were mind blown that it could be so beautiful because they had never seen it before. And what I really wanted to show people was that just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean it's not possible. And just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean that it's not for real or that it doesn't exist or that it can't be done. It's just that you haven't seen it. You don't have references. But if you see it and you have an open mind, maybe the world can be more than what you experienced so far. And I also wanted to tell people that the dance floor is for everyone. You cannot define what is the right or wrong way to dance because everyone has a dancing body, you know, because a dancing body is the body that can dance and that's your body, you know. And I actually had to go on after that first premiere. It was, it was so much fuss. I actually had to go on Norway's biggest talk show to say, hey guys, I hear that there are some disagreements to whether I should be part of this show. But I will not apologize for taking the dance floor because I have a dancing body just as you have a dancing body, just as we in Norway have more than 5 million different dancing bodies. And the dance floor, as well as uh, the, the floor of the community, is for everyone. And we have to keep it that way because everyone belongs. What was really cool this fall, actually, when they had the next season of Strictly Come Dancing, um, I had so many messages from parents saying that the kids were asking, but where are the people in wheelchair? You know, so we actually, we don't, not only did we learn, teach them, you know, that it's, it's totally uh, okay that some people have different ability. And also, you know, we told them that, oh, well, this is also a part of life. They started expecting it. They didn't only accept it, they expected it. You know, and that's 
so important that we expect diversity and that we, in the end, as you said, don't see the wheelchair, we see the person. Because in life, that's what we need to do. We don't need to look at each other and see the gender or see the color or see the ability. Um, we need to look at it on each other and see the people. And that is how we fully include each other. And that is how we fully uh, can use our abilities for the best for the community as a whole. And that's how we can live the most free and happy life. And that's what we all have to learn. <laughs> I absolutely love that sentiment that the dance floor is for everyone. I love music and uh, that really resonated with me as well. It's like a motto that I keep with me. One of the final things that I wanted to include was skateboarding because the journey of skateboarding getting into the Olympics was something that really captured my imagination and I spent a lot of time thinking about it. It was a real dream come true moment when I managed to speak to any of the skaters during the past few years. Nigel Houston, obviously, Felipe Gustavo, Candy Jacobs, absolutely loads more. But my conversation with Lizzie Armanto about being an Aquarius always sticks in my mind and makes me laugh when I need it. Challenge time. I don't know. Are you into astrology at all? Like horoscopes and stuff or like, I don't fully understand like how it all connects, but then like, I don't know. It is fun to like look at your horoscope or like, I don't know, kind of do some super superstitious stuff like read a fortune cookie and that kind of thing. There's some strengths and weaknesses and I'm going to give you some strengths first and then a couple of weaknesses and I want you to see whether you think they are they are true or false. Are you highly imaginative, Lizzie? I would say true. Sadly not. I guess it really depends what site you're looking at. <laughs> are you tenacious? I mean, I would say I am, but now you have me all confused, but I'm just going to say, yeah, I am. <laughs> I actually think you are as well, but are you progressive? I feel like I would say also true because Aquarius are very, um, I've read ones where they like say that they're very logical and scientific minded. True. Are you independent? I'm very independent. Humanitarian. Yes, I'm a humanitarian and I've, so like in theory, like we think humanity is like, it should be good and it should be like utopian. But then you know that like, I don't know, when I'm like with a one on one on one, you're like, no. Uh, you are, you are, it is a strength. It is a strength. You are humanitarian. And let's do two weaknesses. Okay. Temperamental. I would say no. According to the website. <laughs> I am temperamental. Depends what we're talking about. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, uncompromising definitely uncompromising i quite like to be called uncompromising i think that's quite awesome it depends on what it's about so if it's like about you know like something like oh what do you want for dinner like you're gonna be uncompromising like you're tough but if you're like uncompromising about like yeah i have these goals and they're my dreams and i'm gonna do them like they're crazy and i don't care i think i'd rather be a tough person to take to the supermarket i can live with that right you're like, you're like, no, I'm only getting organic. We're not going in the middle aisles. We're making everything from scratch. That literally sounds like me. <laughs> it's not. Lizzie, what a pleasure. I've had such fun. Thank you. 
Thank you. It was fun. Olympic Channel Podcast. And that's it. The podcast will continue, but without me. Thanks to everyone for their help and patience in the making of the pod over the years. It's been an absolute privilege. Thank you for listening. Stay subscribed because the very best Olympic stories aren't going to end. Stay safe, stronger together, and see you for now. Think like an Olympian.